welcome to New England Beer Reviews. My name's TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. Um, why don't you go suck a fuck, fuck ass? How exactly am I supposed to suck a fuck, TJ? Well, I mean, you know, you, you find out in eighth grade when you can finally push one out. <laughs> in case you guys can't tell, we just watched Donnie Darko. Watch our, listen to our other podcast, See It or Screw It. It's about movies. Eventually there will be a Donnie Darko episode. Yes, eventually there will be a Donnie Darko episode. Uh, this week's episode, I think, is going to end up being Demon Knight, though. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. All right. So. You know, you know the drill at this point. We're like almost 60 episodes in. Uh, this is New England Beer Reviews. We drink beers. So we're going to get right into beer number one today. Beer number one today comes to us from Spyglass Brewing Company as a collaboration with Branch and Blade. I forget where Spyglass and Branch and Blade both are. I know that one's New Hampshire. They're both uh, New Hampshire, I think. All right. Uh, so Spyglass is in Nashua, New Hampshire. I think Branch and Blade is in Keene, New Hampshire. Okay, cool. Uh, beer number one today is Time Crystals. It's a 7.5% fruited sour ale with strawberries, raspberries, black currants, uh, vanilla, granola, mm-hmm. cinnamon, and molasses. Uh, in three, two, one, crack. Well, it sprayed me, but not in the face. So, win, I guess. Oh, yeah. You can really see the fruit. I love that sound. And yes, this is a fruited sour ale. I mean, honestly, it's one of the things that I've found really impressive about so much of the spyglass stuff is like fruit. Like definitely smoothie style sour level of fruit. Yeah, this well, this I would call this a smoothie style. I just think that it's like it strikes a di- a bit of a different balance. I don't think it. I I think that perhaps they just can't get the same consistency that a larger brewery does in terms of like can to can, because like you know that can sure be difficult i'm sure because it's not like these solids are you know suspended in solution constantly like uh most of the stuff from that from like a new england style ipa this distinctly is heavier than the aqueous part of the solution so absolutely it separates out so if you're not like constantly agitating it when you're bottling or canning or whatever i guess which i'm guessing is really fucking hard to do yeah, it's not always going to be exactly the same amount of pulp in each one. But it's also why, like, shit like this, turn your can upside down. Slowly roll it between your hands. And then turn it right side up. Not being, not not trying to, like, you know, violently agitate it, but so you can get a little more mix instead of just having, like, the bottom of the can being straight pulp. And then you do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. (laughs) This is fucking delicious. Oh my God, this is fucking delicious. Like all the fruit flavors come through. 
I don't know that like granola generally comes through as a particularly strong flavor. I think that granola to me act, sort of acts in similar ways to like oat where yeah, it's more like sort a of like, thickening agent. Yeah, it's like a it's it's very much like uh like some flavor but it's more about like mouthfeel, I think, mm -hmm. and like smoothness cuz I feel like oats and granola tend to kind of smooth things out a little. Yeah. But like this, it, honestly, I'm I'm not surprised that it's fucking phenomenal. Like easily a four point five, four point two five, maybe. But easily, like, I think I checked this in already. Yeah, it might have been as well. Um, but like the majority of the stuff that I feel like we've gotten from not only Spyglass but also Branch and Blade has been pretty goddamn solid. Yes, and no, like Branch and Blade is solid. This is no different. Like, especially, especially like Spyglass and their fruited sours. I think that they are doing a phenomenal job with like all the ones that I've had thus far. Oh yeah, no, Spyglass is awesome. I'm super excited. I don't even know where in. I think they're they're moving within Nashua, but I don't know where exactly. But they're moving to a bigger space. Oh, rad. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like their current space, but. Yeah, no, I could definitely see if you're trying to expand your brand moving into a larger space because it's I feel like they have a decent amount of brewing area, but like their tap room itself is fairly small. Yeah, it's not a good tap room for like, you know, destination. Everybody goes and hangs out for the day or whatever. Like, you know, there, there's a reason that places like Treehouse did have done multiple renovations and at least one move for in the case of Treehouse to like, you know, really make a a better customer experience as they like gain popularity. Uh, indeed. I still think the Treehouse needs to have the ability to, um, you know, sell pints. Um, they and do. Oh, I thought they I'm were not... still just like the two max. They are, but they're like, I think uh, last time I was there, at least, I think, I mean, I, and I think that they're usually, I think the pours are between like eight and 16 ounces, depending on the beer. But like, yeah, you're usually limited to two pours per person. And I really don't know why that's still a rule, but it might be because they don't tap as much. They, 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 they would burn through their shit too quickly. I don't really know. Or maybe they need to keep the turnover high so that, you know, they don't end up with like, you know, long lines or some shit. I mean, right. even with the max two pours, I've definitely seen long lines still. So, yeah. All right, Emily, I'm just like scrolling through your own tap because yours is the one that we trust. And I just saw something that I love the name and I'm disappointed it's not better. Ah. Uh. Kilgore Stout. Oh, yeah. I know. It well, was we'll get to there eventually, but that's eventually. a great fucking name. Isn't it? I know. I was super pumped. And the person I was with, uh, shout out to John, was like, uh, I don't get it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Guess you weren't the same kind of Vonnegut nerd that I was. <laughs> yeah. I that That's exactly why I fucking love that name. It's uh -huh. like Vonnegut nerd. Yep. <laughs> uh, hands down, one of my favorite authors of all time. 
if oh, yeah. I could travel through time, I would go visit him when he was working at the Saab dealership on the Cape and buy a Saab from him while he was writing God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater. But, you know, I just wanted to be able to talk to him. That would be rad. All right. I am I am scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, trying to get back to where we were. This you is going are to be going this is June, going to be a twelfth. I oh, here June I'll start here. Okay. Uh, right. it's gonna be a beer light episode. We're gonna be talking about a lot of not beer stuff. Yeah, because we went through a phase. Don't judge um, us. Yeah. I mean after the passing of a very close friend who is like a little sister that we've talked about before, still love you and miss you, Rachel. Uh, we went through a phase of drinking a bunch of seltzer and nips. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. And just also general crap. Cause you know, also that <laughs> still going um, through general crap. <laughs> um, so I will start us off. Uh, we had, Drift Cucumber Lime by Whalers Brewing Company. Uh, Whalers is out of Wakefield, Rhode Island. Um, and this is ju- the sort of flavor that I t- tend to enjoy anyway. I mean, like anything that does cucumber lime, like semi reasonably, like I'm usually all over it. Um, and I remember this doing it fairly well. I think it did it pretty well. So, like, like your first flavor me. was cucumber, and then it was the lime, which, like, yeah. again, I'm guessing what you were about to say surprised me because usually cucumber, if it's the prominent flavor, comes across as like artificial cucumber, which just is kind of gross. Uh, no, actually, what I was going to say is it surprises me that the average and untapped is a 3.58. I gave it a four. I liked it personally. Like I, if seltzer isn't to me is like a good summer thing. Like Mm. I, I generally like, you know, light refreshing, like, you know, citrusy, fruity, whatever. So like, that's why I tend to move towards like IPAs and sours. And I tend to stay away from like, you know, anything maltier. Um, But seltzer, seltzer, was a surprise surprisingly has been a surprisingly nice deviation yes it 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 was very pleasant and refreshing and tasty Um, the the next one was less good next one was definitely less good the next one we had was from polar seltzer seltzers hard seltzer line arctic chill it was their raspberry lime hard seltzer uh like I gave it a 3.25. Emily gave it a 3.5 so we could like balance out. But um I'm like heartbroken that it's not better because uh I'm Polar folks, Seltzer is fantastic. I'm, I was going to say I'm a Polar Seltzer nerd. Like I I was turned into a Polar Seltzer nerd. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank um, you. Cuz like there are there's there are good seltzers out there but like uh Polar it, tends hard. to be consistently good, though. Yeah, especially... Outside of, like, that eggnog one, because that one was fucking gross. Oh, was shit. It the was the eggnog? No, it wasn't the eggnog, because they actually did eggnog in a way that wasn't horrifying, which oh. shocked the hell out of me. What was their one that tasted like sour milk? I think that you didn't like the eggnog. Oh, okay. I don't okay. think you like eggnog that much anyway. You don't generally like dairy. 
that's well, I, great. I, bowl, yeah, at least. I, I don't like dairy. Um, I mean, dairy doesn't like me either, so no love loss. Um, although I rolls. do love cheese and ice cream, ice cream rolls. I know uh, you're not no, I, like for me, it's cheese and sour cream. <laughs> Those are my dairy options. Speaking of cheese, I have a round of four fat fowl in my fridge. Oh, so fuck right. Remind me tomorrow. Yes. Um, part of it's gone, but you know, there's Whatever. still plenty left anyway. Yeah. Um, given that this is a polar hard seltzer, I wanted something better from it than what i got absolutely i was it's like i'm sure that nobody from polar listens to us but just on the off chance you do try harder like dude seriously like take take some of the flavors that you've done in like your summer and winter collections i don't know or like because their limited flavors are the ones that are generally really good. Uh, like anything from the Seltzer Junior line. Speaking of, I need to remember to look. I think there's a new one. Ooh, um, red. I or like, uh, I don't know. Uh, red Hearts and Black Hearts. Like, oh my like, god, I would fucking love that as a hard seltzer. Absolutely, I know. Red Hearts and Black Hearts are like two of my favorite flavors they've ever come up with. All right. Uh, keeping on, keeping on this goddamn thing, fucking evil genius, not like putting any information into their shit, but our next beer, uh, bought it on name alone because it's, I'm a head out. Based oh, I think off it's, of... a, it's an apricot hazy IPA. If I re- recall correctly. Oh, okay. Is that what it was? Or but I it think was... it's supposed to be a hazy IPA, but it's yes, not hazy apricot IPA. Um, it didn't taste hazy. It it actually it sucked a lot of butt and not in yeah. the fun way. Yeah, no, it was like, man, this one has an average like just because you okay, listeners, by now you know us. We're like way too nice to beer most of the time. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> the average on this one's a three point seven three. I gave it a three. Like that's how strongly I disliked this beer. I was like, I don't even care about being civil. Like I I need you to no, know that this is bad and you should bad feel bad. Yes. Like, again, I like the name. I think the name is, you know, um, it's not a direct reference to uh, SpongeBob, but it's a reference to the SpongeBob meme that was making the rounds a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, I mean, before we keep on with, um, oh, say what you're going to say. I was going to say, like, so if you guys don't know, Evil Genius is from Philly, and I will say at least Philly has better breweries. Yeah, I mean, this Evil Genius has better beers. They do, but I think that they were, I think that they wouldn't hold up as well for you as, as you, as much, I don't think you'd like them as much as you used to. That is most likely true. I wouldn't mind revisiting um, Purple Dishwasher Monkey, though. Yeah. Because, like, I remember that being not not as good as some of the other, like, peanut butter beers that we've had, but still a pretty decent peanut butter beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, before we keep on with the untapped stuff, because there are certain things that we cannot check into untapped, because we also had some canned cocktails. Uh, we had two different two chicks canned cocktails and two different tangeray canned cocktails. Uh, motherfucker. <laughs> um, one of the ones that we had was a vodka, elderflower, and pear cocktail that um, 
like untapped get get on your shit canned cocktails you you should be having them on there but you don't so i remember this being pretty decent though it rules so hard i love that one i really enjoyed both of these two chicks that we had that one i like the best though the the elderflower pear and like i'm usually not a huge pear fan to begin with but like the elderflower pear like really worked well for me I mean, mm-hmm. if I could check it in untapped, it'd probably be like a 4.25 easy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, the other one that we had was a gin, apple, and cucumber cocktail, which, it, like, I love gin, I love cucumber, I like apple. But this, again, still worked surprisingly well for me. Yeah. Like I it, like as a like bartender TJ wouldn't think to make that into a cocktail, but it worked really fucking well. Yeah, I mean, especially if you did it with like fresh squeezed apple juice, like not like the processed shit. Oh, yeah, no, not the processed shit. Like you, you want some cold press apple juice. Yeah, like muddle cucumber, cold press apple juice, uh, ounce and a half to two ounces of gin preferably something that has uh not that's not as juniper forward so something like a you know no, everybody knows hendrix or like a craft one i was gonna say like i'd probably want to go for like a hendrix in this or like um, yeah, the juniper's there but it's not like hitting you in the face as hard yeah or like what is it like monkey 49 something like that i don't know any of the saint george's except probably not the rye one no, probably not the Rye right one, but like their like botanical, the, hell yeah, yeah. The botanivore is my favorite of theirs. The terroir is great too, though. All right, and the other things we also had got were um, a pair of Tanqueray gin and blanks. Uh, can one you was tell just. We like gin? What's that? I said, can you tell we like gin? Yes, we we like gin. Gin's delicious. Like, I mean. I try not to. Um, I love be... anything that tastes like a fucking or tastes or smells like a fucking pine tree. Apparently. Mm. Well, you're not a huge fan of West Coast IPAs, uh, but no, I am. I am a big. I'm just a big alcoholic. <laughs> I was going to say an alcohol bitter. fan, but no. I, let, let's be honest. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> one of the ones we had was the classic because you know you just. You got to try their fucking classic yeah. one. Yeah, see how it shakes out. Yeah, I, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Like, I mean, it tastes like a basic gin and tonic. Like, it's just, you know, you cut out the middleman of, like, having to do any work. Yeah. I mean, it could have used, like, a hint of lime in there. Oh, definitely. But, like, it was totally serviceable if you're, like, actually that lazy. Yeah. Uh, I want to make a gin and tonic without making a gin and tonic. Yes. Sure. Crack open one of these. It's yeah. fine. fine. <laughs> uh, the other one was a Sevilla orange gin and soda, which honestly, I remember liking a whole lot more than just their base gin and tonic. Yes. Just because it has more interest going on. And yeah, citrus I mean, pairs well with, uh, with the, that like piney herbally flavor of the juniper anyway. So I, I like citrus mixed with my gin. Mm-hmm. It's why when I worked at Beat Brew Hall, um, my go-to drink was, you know, essentially 
gin limeades where I use gin as my sweetener instead of simple. Yeah. Um, speaking, of, speaking <laughs> of liking citrus with gin, if anybody has a line on how I can get some like weird citrus juices, let me know. Like not like gross can shit, but like, I don't know. Like I, calamansi is a thing that I keep seeing pop up in more stuff. And I'm like, I want to try that with gin. Cause it's Ooh, like, yeah, it's like, like I, I would best describe it. The flavor as ultra lime. Mm -hmm. Like that's more or less how I, perceive calamansi and yeah. i fucking love lime so ultra lime is ultra lime. very very attractive to me no i i would be fucking down for that so hey we're looking for uh people to interact with us anyway so if you've got a bead on some calamansi juice without just buying calamansis and juicing them let us know. I don't even know where the fuck you buy a calamansi. I've never seen one in a store. Like it's like, yeah, I could I could make my own key lime juice, but like that sounds like a lot of work that I generally I don't want to do. Like doing. <laughs> um especially because they're smaller, so you're getting like you have to do more of them and I'm like <laughs> Oh, aren't like aren't kumquats like tiny limes too? They're not limes. They kumquats are, yes, they are a citrus. They are more akin. They're sweeter too. Okay. So they're 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 less acidic, kind of on the. They're I think they're even less acidic than probably like a grapefruit, um, and they tend to. They're almost like a. A little orangey on the orangey end of the like end of flavor things. Oh, okay. um, they're, I mean, and they're orange in color, so maybe that's why my brain says that too. But yeah, I. They also are very fond of if you have like a kumquat tree in your yard, just shedding a fuck ton of kumquats when they're ready, so they just smash everywhere. It's real cool. Kumquat. If you're gonna have a fruit tree. There's another PSA. If you're gonna have a fruit tree, um, take 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 care of the area around it, especially if other people also have. Like, don't yes. just let your fucking fruit tree hang over the sidewalk and drop all of its shit and just be like, oh well. Oh no, that's fucking dick move. Douchey. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen way too many people do that. So Ugh. just don't be that guy. Hey, humanity, you suck. Go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Lift your head up high and blow your brains out. As when, lift your as, head up as, high and blow your brains out. Prophets the Bloodhound <laughs> Gang once said. <laughs> prophets the Bloodhound Gang. Jesus Christ! Words I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do our next one, next Emily? One? I sure do. Good buddy. Good All right. Buddy. Our next one is from Great Rhythm Brewing from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It is Lemonberry Squish. It's a double-fruited blueberry sour ale, blueberry and lemon sour ale, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Uh, with milk sugar. Lactose. Whatever. I usually substitute that. I just straight read it. Um, their description was kind of weird. Anyway. Their description uh, was lacking. Decent. Um, 
Average 4.09 had higher hopes for it because of that. It gave it a four, so it wasn't like falling wildly short of expectations. But like, I don't know. I think it. I wanted I think more it, from it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of kumquats. Speaking of kumquats, our next beer is from Burlington Beer Company. It's You Can't Get There From Here, their key lime and kumquat variant. Um, It was it was all right. Yeah, it's for, uh, I don't know if you said this already, it is a goes. So, oh, yeah, it's goes. Um, Goes's I really like, but like, I funnily enough, it's of like, all of the things that are classified as sours, I think that Gozes might be what I like the citrus in the least, at least when it's like the primary flavor. Because sometimes it like, depending on how they salt it or what salt they use or how much they put in or something, like citrus can get real weird. Like that extra acidity with the salt sometimes just like makes for like a funky taste. Yeah. This wasn't bad, but it wasn't everything I wanted it to be. I I wanted it to be more. And I think that's part of the problem with it is like it had good acidity, but like the the salt wasn't the salt level wasn't quite where it should have been. I think it was like too high up on the salt. But like, aren't they also the ones that made that like double fruited double goes? Yes. That we uh, really enjoy. Uh, yes. Um, yes, they're double fruited gozes. I think they do better with because I think that they tend to they tend to make it seems like they tend to make their gozes pretty fucking salty. And like the it that's a balance that works better when you have more fruit. Like you can add more salt and but you have to balance it. Like I think that the salt is too high for their you can't get there from here series generally but i feel like the one the we've had at least one other one it was like i don't know red current and fucking something um yeah and i feel like that one worked better and i think it was just like it whatever the flavors were were balanced the uh the salt a little bit better no i i definitely feel you on that but like um, key lime and kumquat, I should fucking love, and I didn't. Yeah, no, it, like we both should have liked that more than we did. Uh, we still both gave it a four, but that's because we didn't want to be like total douche on it. But it, I don't think it was even worth that rating because it's not good. Um, also before, quickly before we move on to our next beer, shout out to our other former co-host, Uncle Kumquat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about the Seaman, right? Dr. Seaman. Yeah, Dr. Seaman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our next one. Because our next one was... One of the worst things I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> and yes. she's she's had Seaman Seaman in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way. On the scale of like grossness, he's like not even like he's 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 on the lower end of the grossness scale. Whereas this was fucking disgusting. Yeah, this was like. I I feel like, oh, man, 
Um, well, here let, let's let's like let's not keep them in in waiting. Let's let them know what was so disgusting, and then we can get into why it was so disgusting. Indeedly do. Uh, this was from Willie Superbrew. It's their real mango and passion fruit superbrew. It's a tropical mango aroma and creamy mango flavor at first sip, followed by the tartness of the passion fruit and a hint of lime to finish. Emily, would you like to let the people know what your um what, description what your was? description? Yeah. So I don't put a lot of comments in my untapped. Usually if I do, it's something that's either really good or really bad. This might be the lowest rating I've put on here. Like honestly, Bud Light, it sucks less. Um really super <laughs> I like I'm I I I really I haven't had a I don't know that I've even had anything else from you, but like this is not a good this is not a good first impression. From you're from them. Pawtucket, Rhode Island. You're a fucking you're fucking New Englander. Step the fuck up. Anyway, um, it, this tasted like literal vomit, and I actually put that as an untapped comment. Like the average on this is a three point five five, and I want to know Ow. what the fuck that how the how is it. We had two people tasting this. Both of us were like, this tastes like vomit. Like, let's put it this way. TJ and I were sharing a can. I took one sip, was like, holy shit, this tastes like vomit. Tried like another one after like a break because I had to psych myself up and was like, I literally can't do this. I will throw up. And if I recall correctly, TJ, the beer dumpster, the guy that will drink basically anything dumped this down the drain yes like this was that Awful. fucking bad i would rather have that stupid four loco grape again yes i mean it makes me wonder if it was like sitting in hot sun in like a i don't think that's car, enough that, i don't think that like, would have yeah. fixed it i don't i don't i mean i don't think that like i don't think that getting that you know immediately once it was ready like from a keg in the tap room would have fixed this shit oh my god yeah i like i don't understand why it was as fucking disgusting as it was but it was fucking disgusting give me like the shit the like the real shit like malt liquor that you buy in a 40 it tastes better Oh, yeah, no, I would totally take, like, a 40 of OE over ever drinking that again. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> all right, keeping on, keeping on. Wow, we're already, like, half an hour in. Cool. All right, uh, so next up was a thing that sucked less. This Way was <laughs> This was Learn Physicies. Is how you would I would assume that is should be pronounced. Huh. Yeah. Learn physicies. Uh it is in a New England style IPA from Stowagen Brewing out of Marshfield, Mass. Um Learn Physicies is a New England style IPA featuring Galaxy, Strata, Eclipse, and Simcoe. Um and oh and Chinook which isn't in the description, but is in the where in, in the little info thing. Um, there is some oat and some rye in the, uh, the malt. Um, um, apparently, like, the name is a reference to something that we don't get. Yeah, it totally. 
totally is. Um, I'm guessing it's a reference to some guy that hangs out in their tap room. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was pretty solid. Um, Stellwagen continues to somewhat be hit or miss for me, but like they they definitely can make a solid beer. Um, average on untapped is a 4.07 with only 57 check-ins total. Uh, I gave this a 4.25. And I'm guessing you'd probably fall somewhere around there. Yeah, I gave it a 4.25 as well. Like, Oh, you actually checked it in. Okay, good. <laughs> well, I just checked it in. Um... <laughs> lazy bastard. I am such a lazy bastard. I usually don't find myself checking this shit in a lot of the time until we are recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like now, I am... I am checking stuff in from another one of our records because I never checked in broadcast to the void. Oh, see, I feel like we're I'm I can get bad about checking in stuff from records, too. But like, I actually did bother doing that one. So, yeah, broadcast to the void and rotting earth. We already did. That's future episode. Ah, yes. That that was that was our last episode. No, rotting rotting earth and broadcast to the void are. The next one is a thing from down east that we're not going to talk about. Oh yet. yeah, that that one's a future episode. Oh hey, we yeah. also had a. Oh, why did we only check in one press? I thought we had a bunch of presses. Oh we Jesus did. Christ, we're just we're just seltzers, seltzers for a while, seltzers for days. All right, so let let's here we'll we'll I, I'll have to check in the rest of them, the rest of the press ones later. So. We tried, I've now tried a couple of different boxes from Press, so I've had a number of their different flavors. Uh, The one I checked in here was Blackberry Hibiscus. I thought that was solid. Um, I think that there's like a pear chamomile, which is pretty decent. I I think it's decent. It's like lingonberry something. Um, I forget what the other thing in there is, but like I think the lingonberry one might be my favorite. Um, the, it's like pineapple basil is, comes out a little bit sweet tasting, but I don't actively dislike it. I think that was your least favorite and I think it's still my least favorite, but I think I like it more than you. Um, Uh, I remember the, the basil interacting with the pineapple. Yeah. It didn't, didn't do it for me. It's a it is a it's a weird interaction. It's like, a so very, strange flavor combination. It brings out I would the rather sweet, if you're gonna oh, the do... sweetness of both of them. Yeah. And it's like and like in kind of a those, I'm 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 looking for like the tart acidity of pineapple and I'm looking for like the sort of almost mild anisette of basil instead of like the sweetness of both of them. Yeah. Um, also basil, uh, pineapple is somewhat acidic, but not wildly acidic. I think most of what you're associating with acidity is probably the enzymes that are trying to dissolve your tongue. Oh, that's absolutely what I'm associating with the acidity in that. But yeah, the enzymes are literal acid. (laughs) No, it's not acid. In that case, it's not acid. It's enzymes. Seriously. Like, uh, um, there are pineapple and kiwi try to digest you. Yeah, it's wicked cool. I love that. Um, That's also why, like, uh, kiwi makes my tongue bleed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pineapple just, used to do that to me when I was a kid, but it, it doesn't do it anymore. It just opens up all of 
my taste receptors in such a way that I'm like, uh, what's it called when you can't clot? Oh, um, anemic. No, uh, it, well, no, I think anemia really refers to um, when you have uh, you don't have enough iron hemoglobin. Oh, yeah. Um, because that would be platelets you're thinking of. Um, it's thrombocytopenia. All right, there, you go. there we thrombocytopenia, go. Thrombocytopenia, because thrombocytes are what platelets are also called, because thrombuses are blood Thrombosis. clots. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then there's also an apple cinnamon press, which I think is solid. It's just sort of a weird thing to be drinking when it's like 95 degrees out, but like it's still, it's a great flavor. Yeah. Um, I thought honestly, it was a pretty decent flavor. Like, honestly, as far as like the hard seltzers go, especially if you're somebody who prefers more like natural flavors, um, if you want something that tastes a little bit more like high quality and not like, dollar store fake kool-aid mixed with like grain alcohol and like <laughs> water um yeah i actually highly recommend checking out press if you see them anywhere i don't remember where the fuck they're from they are from milwaukee wisconsin so all right so probably... they should be a national brand at this point yeah they're i get less precious about um craft when it comes to stuff like this but yeah you know i like press yeah press probably makes some of the better uh hard seltzers out there these days i would say <clears throat> well my other favorite is uh flying embers oh, i don't even remember that one i don't know if you actually had any of them i brought it to dr c man's birthday cookout ah okay there's like um, a like lychee rose is one of the flavors in the flying embers pack I got. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god, dude. They're they're actually really good. That sounds really good. Mm -hmm. Uh is it still like hard seltzer, hard seltzer, or is it like um, you know, fucking uh four fifty north making a hard seltzer? No, it's hard seltzer, hard seltzer. Okay. Um, next up, we had a bunch of Trulies. Boston Zone Truly. Uh, we had the uh, Kiwi Mojito style. Uh, it, it was Kiwi Mint and Lime. It was decent. Uh, like, again, I wanted it to fine. be better than it was. Yeah. Of that pack, I, I think that was only not my least favorite because strawberry melon fizz kind of tied it like i'm not i'm not doing individual as hard on these um oh just, no these i figure we'll just like th this was a four room. pack and we'll burn through it real fast yeah, i think this is the poolside pack so yeah strawberry melon uh, fizz yes and, and like my big problem with the poolside pack was there's a lot of aspartame in these dude that's Kind of my problem with basically all of Truly's stuff is like it's all got a fuck ton of aspartame. Like it's very, it it's sweetened enough with artificial sweeteners that it has that same like weird bite that like Diet Coke does. And mm -hmm. like, yep. yeah, no, 
No not really you. my thing. Um, so I thought orange peach fizz was somewhat better than the kiwi mojito or the strawberry melon. Honestly, my favorite in that pack was the pina colada. I think that was the one that was like least objectionable. Um, I would absolutely agree with you. I think that pina colada was like it wasn't a high bar, but it was the best in the pack. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Emily actually beat me today that she's the first one to finish. Um, Which probably means hell has frozen over. Uh, So our episode 59 spectacular, the end of the world as you know it. Hopefully hopefully that if hell has frozen over, perhaps it will get cooler up here. Oh, it's supposed to be tomorrow. I I mean, today when this. Oh, no this episode doesn't release tomorrow. We're actually planning ahead for once. <laughs> Barely, but kind of. Uh, I don't know. Do we? Nice. You did just gloss over the fact that I finally got a decent burp on Mike. That's why I said nice. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, look, man, you should have nice. ready to go. You knew how important this was to me. Woo! Yeah, okay. Ooh. <laughs> he's dead man <laughs> um do we want to do we want to keep on going or do we want to take our commercial break i don't know it's up to you do you want me to burn through that next pack real quick uh yeah let's burn through this next pack real quick and right. then we got the punch pack folks uh so i'm gonna go from my least favorite to my most favorite and tj can comment as he sees fit um berry punch was my least favorite i really it's like what if you took their like wild berry whatever like the 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 flavor that you see most places and like Mm -hmm. made it like more artificial berry and more aspartame it was it didn't really do it for me i mean it's not like as bad as other things. Oh, like, it's I'd not really super bad. That. Yeah, but... I mean, it's not even like honestly. I think I'd rather. It's still rather that than like a PBR. Weirdly uh, enough, yeah, no, I'd probably agree with that because PBR, I'd probably put it like a three dead instead of a three. I think I'd give five. it less than a three. Um, PBR is one of those things that like tastes more and more like piss water to me as I get older. Especially like, come on, man. Fucking Core's original is better than you. You should feel bad. Um, so my second to, to least favorite was the Citrus Punch. Uh, I thought, again, Citrus is one of those flavors that should work better in most contexts and doesn't just doesn't always. Again, like we're talking like, I don't know if they really bother making fake citrus flavors because like citrus fruit is so easily turned into like a flavor powder as it is no they Um, still bother making artificial citrus flavors yeah um okay this is probably my best evidence for it is the citrus punch and then tied for my favorite in this pack were both the fruit punch and the tropical punch both of those were actually pretty fucking tolerable Maybe because I grew up on, like, fruit punchy Kool-Aid kind of bullshit, but, like, those were, like, the least offensive by far. Oh, see, now, I mostly thought that they were least offensive because the uh, flavor profiles helped to mask the aspartame them yes. more. Yes. 
I think that's really what makes a, the better Trulies better than the other ones. And like what makes a lot of like any hard seltzer that uses artificial sweetener, same deal. Like if you're using artificial sweetener, then like you need flavors that are going to like mask that. And like most of Trulies flavors don't. Yeah. Um, I actually would prefer the ones that have like some fucking calories because I would rather you throw in like some kind of, uh, like actual sweetener with fucking calories than like a bunch of aspartame. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Well, since also, we're rolling into aspartame. our commercials, um, I will use this as a springboard for our first commercial today, folks, is for liquid death. Liquid death. Do you want to look like a badass while drinking uh, water out of a more sustainable container than uh, fucking plastic? then you want Liquid Death. Liquid Death comes in 16-ounce cans of water. Comes in... Originally, just came in, like, still and sparkling, basically, like most waters, but they have flavors now! I got to try Severed Lime, which is... Has natural lime juice and just a little bit of agave nectar, so it is an actual natural sweetener. It still doesn't have a lot of calories, but like it adds like a hint of sweetness. It's actually super good. Yeah, that sounds fucking awesome to me. Liquid Death, sponsor us and send me a bunch of your shit, and I will um do probably most mostly whatever you ask. Yeah, mostly. I, I I I like seltzer. I like sparkling water. All of that, gimme. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I can't remember what the fucking ad I was gonna do was. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna get through my two anti ads because anti ad number one. It's still fuck you Zoom. Fuck you Zoom. Allow us to um you know use your platform as two people. Hell, you may actually allow that again. But we don't care because you forced us away from your platform, which is why we now use Skype. But I'm not advertising Skype. Fuck you, Zoom. Zoom, if you pay us, we will stop trashing you and start using your service again because we don't make any money off of this podcast. We are not going to pay you. Oh, yeah. No, if you want to fucking throw us some money, we'll be your shells. Um, Anti-ad number two, aspartame. Fuck you, aspartame. You're, you're, you're awful. You're just, you're fucking awful. If you, you would like to learn. awful, you are awful. Fuck you, aspartame. If you would like a good overview of the, here's a, here's an, the last positive ad then. If you'd like a good overview of natural sweeteners along with, uh, art, you know, and artificial sweeteners and, you know, how they did different, how they interact in the body, the history of like why aspartame used to like, you know, have fucking warning labels on it about causing cancer and shit, and then they took them off. Uh, go watch the, like, 20-minute episode of Explained on Sugar. Oh, actually, yeah, no, that, that's a great pro ad. Um, my last pro ad was going to be uh, check out The Sandman. Whether it be, like, the comic series or the new show on Netflix... We, we might talk about it in the future after I get Emily to watch it because you don't actually have to read it to enjoy the series. But if you watch the series and enjoy it, fucking read the comic series as well, because it's it's fantastic. Like, 
I thought that both of them were uh, like, I ended up having a moment after I finished the series outside where I just started thinking about Rachel and ended up sobbing about how like she would have shat on parts of it, but she would have enjoyed it ultimately. Mm-hmm. And yeah, on that happy note, <laughs> it's smoking time. Yes. No, it's, it's ad break time. <laughs> And then we'll come back with beer number two. Boy, those were some fun ads, huh? <laughs> they sure were. Um, even the anti ads, we think they're fun. I think they're fun. That's why I keep on doing them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get on to beer number two today. Beer number two today also comes to us from Spyglass Brewing Company out of Nashua, New Hampshire. Uh, it is a key lime pie sour at 6.9%. It's um, it's a sour ale with key limes, vanilla beans, lactose, and graham crackers. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, upside down, give it a little roll, gently turn it right side up. I'm not supposed to hurl it across the room now. No, we, we've we've had we've had guests in the past where we try to describe this to them who like seem like they have to like juggle it before they open it and then they open it and it's like oh why is it spraying all over me? Instructions on <laughs> instructions unclear. Shook beer heavily like paint can like a paint can mixer. Instructions unclear. Stuck dick in it. <laughs> Ow. Oh. <laughs> Also, if you can fit it in there without, like, if you can fit it in there at all, but, like, especially without touching, like, the sharp metal parts, I, yeah. oh, buddy, um, I got some news for you. I mean, even my penis doesn't work, but it's still too big for this hole. <laughs> oh, self-burn. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> In three, two, one, crack. Oh god, it smells oh, man. like some lime pie. Oh, I feel like this is uh, like okay. I feel like we've already had this, and this was like everything I wanted it to be. This is the best key lime pie beer I've ever had. I mean, ever. I wonder if the chunks that I'm seeing floating are yeast or like I don't know. Key lime shaving. <laughs> oh, I also just realized there's a pie symbol in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Rad. Yeah, because it's key lime pie is in, you know, three point one four one five nine, not like pie is in the dessert. Because that's way funnier. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, it's like liquid key lime pie. It really is everything I want it to be. Seriously. Like, the lime, the vanilla, the lactose really, like, rounds things out and gives it kind of the creaminess oh that you want. God. Like, you can, I swear to god, you can taste, like, the graham cracker. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. Fuck. In a good way. No, th- this definitely feels like... It feels like taking a sip 
of a tasty, tasty key lime pie. Like, I, yeah. I wish that there was a little more, um, a little bit of like more whip topping sort of flavor, like almost like a marshmallow in there. Yeah, but, but if you try, it's if you, I, I like, don't know if it would work as well with that. No, like, I think that what we have is damn near perfection as it is. Absolutely. Like, this is a very easy 4.75. Mm-hmm. God bless you, Spyglass. God bless you. Do not start diluting what you do, because I love what you do. Same. Honestly, like, I have had, you know, mostly IPAs and sours, but, like, I've definitely had some dark beers from them. I've had some, like, more... Say, haven't we style. had, like, at least one or two of their stouts? Yeah. Um... Also, like, I've had, like, their English bitter. I've had, like, I think uh, they, it was like a Kolsch or something. Like, I I haven't had anything, nothing that they've done has, have, they've done poorly. Like, even the English bitter is, like, better than what you'd get in most pubs. Damn. Sacrilege, I know. But, like, honestly, what you get in most pubs is, like, fullers and shit. And it's like, eh. Oh, I just noticed another one that you had had called Zwickle Cup. Hmm. Or Zwickle yeah. Rick. That's what it was. Yeah, Zwickle Rick. That's funny. Um, all right. I think we have to get through a little more stuff before we go totally off. But I've got to keep on going back to get to where we were. So all right, I'm going off. to give. No, no, no. I'm going to give a TJ super short spoiler free newish movie review. I I told you the four titles you had to choose from, right? Um no. Oh. Also, um, by the way, I gave this a five. I gave Time Crystals a four point seven five. Oh I okay. that, I that seems a little more right. Oh man, this is this is really fucking good. In my opinion, this is fucking perfection. This is everything I want a key lime pie beer to be. It is a good balance of sweetness and sour. Yeah, and man. All the flavors I, are there. I think you're right. I think that this is like straight up a five. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the four movies you have to choose from. We've got Disney's Lightyear. Hulu's mm. Prey. Mm. Um, I don't know who released Hatching, but Hatching. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Sony's Uncharted. You're, you're okay. gonna you're gonna get to this episode, so choose the first one you want to have a super short, spoiler-free newish movie review of. Lightyear. All right. Um. So I went into Lightyear fully expecting that it was going to be a pile of trash. Like I, I was I was fully expecting to be like, oh, this is going to be a straight up fucking cash grab. Um. I am very happy that I was wrong. Because. I thought that it was pretty goddamn solid. I mean, even even the opening, like the the first the first thing you see in the movie is in 1995, um, Andy received a Buzz Lightyear toy because it was his favorite movie at the time. This is that movie, which is like cheesy as fuck, but like I love that that's how they went into it. It was. Mm-hmm. It was way better than I expected it to be. Honestly, my one disappointment with it 
is their voice casting for Zerg. Because, like, there is there is a very clear choice as to who to make to play that character. And mm-hmm. that is not who they got. But it makes me wonder if the actor is just too problematic to work with anymore. Although, no, because, like, there's another movie starring him that's coming out this year that on doesn't Disney. doesn't always tell you anything, cough, cough, Ezra Miller, cough, cough. How the fuck do you cancel Batgirl? And still keep on planning to release fucking Flash. Like, honestly, if you're going to, like, write something off, write off that movie. Because you're a dumb fuck who doesn't understand what you're doing. From what I'm told that this is, like, some new exec who's just throwing his dick around and it's like, dude, you're bad at your job. Like, if you're trying to make a splash, you're doing it the wrong way. That was the most, like, they talked about that. John Oliver talked about that in the most recent episode, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, because I also heard um, Kevin Smith talking about it. Because, like, Kevin Smith was supposed to have an episode of a new HBO Max. Like, HBO Max, Discovery is saying won't exist in a year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, really? You've got easily, easily the second best, if not the best, streaming app right now. Absolutely. And you're going to fucking cancel it? Yeah, because uh, Business Daddy sucks. Yeah. No, honestly, like this Discovery merger, I think is like I didn't think it was good to begin with. I didn't like, you know, Warner Brothers being in the hands of AT&T. I like them being in the hands of Discovery even less. Yeah, weirdly enough. New Business Daddy, bad. Also, the pile of black fur on my chair just stuck feet out sorry guys we're getting kind of uh entertainment industry political here but yeah kevin smith was supposed to be part of a strange adventures like dc anthology series Mm -hmm. and he like wrote and was supposed to direct a episode of it they were just waiting for like other people to get their scripts in Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be like surprisingly expensive like 14 to 20 million dollars per episode which which like that's wow. a lot for 60 that's minutes a lot yeah um but like the episode he wrote sounded pretty rad it was i don't know it was kind of like shazam but instead of shazam it was jimmy olsen hanging out with bizarro like bizarro wearing like the old ass um george reeves costume and it's just like fitting all weird but like as the episode progresses he like turns more and more into like a superman analog before like his fracture which like that would have been such a neat story to explore yeah Uh, like i don't know man honestly like fuck discovery (laughs) i i okay People who make abjectly stupid. It's like, again, so here's my oh, the whole... DCEU is all is full of this, fucking this is, idiotic this is, choices. This is sort of another good example for me. Again, we're getting a little bit more political here about uh, it's a sign that we're in late stage capitalism. Like the fact that like people are just, you know, af- so afraid to express their opinions 
and they tend to promote people who like you know have the you know say the right stuff and you know this guy he's a good guy you know i've known him for years whatever like no like these are the kind of business decisions that you're making you're fucking bad at your job and you need to go Mm -hmm. like Honestly, like, especially with stuff like the entertainment industry, it's really important for you to stay on top of, like, what the your aud- general wider audience's tastes are. And if the fucking Me Too movement wasn't a clue that Ezra Miller, anything with Ezra Miller was not, is not going to go down well, like, now, I and don't like, know what the fuck is. Hey like, man. It, it's like you there listened is... to Twitter and you re-released Morbius. You yeah. re-released Morbius. You didn't get that the internet was joking about that, but then you oh, see that people... that's not that's not Warner Brothers though. That's Sony just being so stupid. <laughs> it's same basic concept though. That there are these like executives in the entertainment industry that are so wildly out of touch with what people want. It like and they don't seem to care. It's like this is not fucking politics. You can't gerrymander your way out of this. People will just get pissed and your company will lose money mm-hmm. like the people whose opinions you should be fucking paying attention to at this point are like at the oldest like gen xers boomers opinions by and large do not fucking matter anymore when it comes to entertainment stuff i don't know like, man i'm not gonna lie there are a lot of millennial opinions that just should not be paid attention to i but at don't the same time you. like how many of those millennial opinions are just because they blindly follow the opinion of their parents or grandparents you know but but like why and like okay i understand you know killing a streaming service that isn't doing well but like you hbo max is doing well as far as i can tell like Mm -hmm. you know yeah your subscriber numbers go up and down but like, if you haven't fucking figured that out, it's because everything's a subscription service now. So people have a tendency to just like dip out and dip in whenever like they, you know, original content they... draws them in or movie exclusives draw them in. Like, it's one of the reasons why I do like HBO Max. I guess this is our other ad. This commercial is like talking about HBO Max and why Discovery Plus shouldn't fucking get rid of it because you want your service to mean more. It's like yeah, unless you it, migrate like, literally sort of, all of your content, yeah, all of it, all, all of, it. of it, and like continue like, doing like original shows and stuff on there because well, well, keep actually, your acquisitions up, keep your original shows up, even if I don't watch all of your original shows. Yeah, but like, think about there's all an the audience for so many of them, and they're going to fucking axe so many of them because you have to remember that most people don't, and most people aren't as stupid as me and don't have cable anymore. So like, if like. But of shows that are from some kind of premium content, like HBO's shows are pretty fucking up there. Like HBO people, and HBO Max are separate entities. HBO shows would still be I'm aware of that. Produced, but HBO but Max shows, originals. So like right. Max originals on the chopping block would be like a Peacemaker season two or a season oh how four, the how or, the fuck did you not do that? Or season four of the Harley Quinn cartoon, which I know that you haven't watched it, but it's pretty fucking solid. Like Peacemaker season two, like I cannot tell you how many fucking conversations I've had about Peacemaker, like even still, like 
Peacemaker really, really hit with a ton of people. Uh, like, it's the first thing from D- to, from the DCEU that, like, I've actually, like, given a shit about in a long time. Like, I... Why? I can't, I Why can't agree with that it? just because I really enjoy fucking... I really enjoy Shazam. I um, enjoy Shazam, but, like, Peacemaker's, in, like, on a whole different level of good. Yeah. Shazam is, like, fun, but it's not, like, good good. Like... Peacemaker is fun, but it's also actually fucking like really good. Well, like really, yeah. It's good. Like there's there's you know a lot of depth to like the character development. I mean, John Cena like is just allowed to show like the entire breadth of his talent more or less, and it's and he's awesome. incredibly talented. <laughs> mm-hmm. He he's not just like well, some people's minds. I, I, guy. I, he can I he love- can act. He can emote. <laughs> he can play the fucking piano gorgeously. Like yeah, people, gorgeously. Are, people that I've talked to who have watched Peacemaker, I'm like, I if I remember correctly, a that scene was written specifically because Cena mm-hmm. can play the piano, and b it was not only like great piano playing that he was actually doing, he was also like acting super well at the same time, like. Dude, oh, I feel like I need to rewatch that series. Same, I I do too. But there's so much stuff to watch. We'll have to get, get through the boys season three because I yes. haven't watched it yet. But you did get through Diabolical. I did, man. I'm st- like, it, for those of you out there, if you like superhero shit, but you like, if, especially if you ever long to see what it might look like in like a real world setting as opposed to like an idealized world setting in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, the boys is fucking great. I don't know why it took me so long to watch it. I think the only reason I'm grateful that it took me so long to watch it is because you it can gave burn me through a bunch of it. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> why. Yep. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I held off on watching breaking bad for so long and then got pissed off that I started it too soon. Um, all right, I want to get through like four more, and then while we get through these, think about what your second TJ's super short, spoiler free newish movie review you want. To I already get. know the answer to that. All right, um, cool. Um, anyway. We we had we had Wildberry Truly Seltzer. I think we had everything from the Berry Pack, but that's the only one that we checked in. But I'm like, yeah, Berry Pack, like. Yeah, blueberry acai, it's fine. The fucking, um, what is it, cherry lime in there or is it strawberry lime? Fuck. Actually, I think it's strawberry lime because it would be better yeah. if it was cherry lime. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the wild berry is definitely the best one in there, though. I can't even remember what the fourth one is. Oh... Fuck, I can't either. I'm going to guess it has a berry. Oh, the the fourth one is just black cherry. That's right. And the black cherry, I think, might be the worst of them. No, I think the blueberry acai. uh, None of them are really good. Um, We also had White Claw. White Claw Seltzer Works out of Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) Uh, we had the pineapple, the blackberry, and the strawberry. 
They were all merp. I'm guessing that they there was a fourth four. one in there too, but yeah, we just didn't get any of it. Oh yeah, that's right with that one. Um, I don't know. I think that's it for our beer talk or fucking beverage talk. I mean, I could talk about other non-alcoholic beverages. I already talked about one. All right. What's what's oh. the other one? Oh, um, fuck. I just discovered a new. So for those of you who haven't figured this out yet, I like trying all different kinds of food and beverage. And the beverages include uh, non-alcoholic stuff as well. Um. So mom and I went to Pemberton Farms on Sunday and I found another uh, really good beverage brand for me to get paid too, way too much money for and be obsessed about. Um, Rad. <laughs> it's called Petal. So I got one that was uh, elderberry and white tea flower, which Ooh. was fucking amazing. And then I still have a lychee rose in my fridge, which I'm pumped to try. I mean, Pemberton Farms is also the assholes that got me hooked on, like, Ourobora Seltzer, which, like, if anybody out there has never tried, is, like, a uh, fancy-ass seltzer. Like, it, it's, like, it's expensive. But, like, fuck me. It's really, really, really good. Um, they have flavors, like, um, uh cactus rose um fuck what's some of the other ones i don't know my brain died oh like lavender lemongrass or something Ooh. uh they have like a they have like a strawberry basil i think that's like oh. nice yeah <clears throat> all right um thanks pemberton farms for giving me new things to be obsessed over Let's get in one more TJ super short, spoiler free, newish movie reviews. Then I don't know what else we have after that. I don't know. Other pop culture bullshit we've watched. Yeah. Um, what, what was the other one you wanted? What? Oh, pray. Oh, awesome. Is that even a question? Oh, uh, fucking, <clears throat> um, you can see part of my review on Prey from our official Twitter account. So if you followed our Twitter account, you'd already see it. <laughs> uh, and by At our official Twitter account, he means the one for the other podcast, not this one. Oh, yeah. Remember that's which my, one we're that, recording right that, now. That's my bad. If you followed our see it or screw it uh, Twitter account, you would already know my part of my review. Oh, on I Prey. just haven't been on Twitter. I think I do follow it now, but I haven't been on there. Uh, I can't. But yeah, shout out to our other podcast, See It or Screw It, at See It or Screw It, spelled out on Twitter. Come listen um, to us talk about more pop culture shit with other people. Yes, with other people. Us. <laughs> if you think be way less annoying without <laughs> with other with other people. Guess what? We did that. Yeah, I don't know if we're way less annoying. I think that we're just more annoying, but with more people. <laughs> I don't but know. But still, like check this. it out. Oh, um, but yeah, 
Prey. Uh, you know, a brand new movie just came out like from this recording time a week ago. Um, might be the best Predator movie ever. Like, I really need to go back and rewatch the original Predator. And actually, I should go back and rewatch Predator 2 as well. But like, hey, there are things that I like about Predators. There are things that I like about the Predator. Um, I don't know if AVP, either of them, has anything really redeemable, unfortunately. Like, super unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, Prey might be the best Predator movie ever. Like, without giving too much away, like, honestly, like, I love the cast. I think we get a phenomenal performance. If you watched, did I make you watch Legion? No, I never did. But um, there are the carries in Legion, where there's a male carry and a female carry, and female carry is our lead in Prey. And, like, the majority of the cast is, you know, Native American people. Um, it's got a strong female lead. Because, <laughs> like, she's a fucking badass. Like, if you watch Legion, you would know that she's a fucking badass. But in this, she's a fucking badass. Um, best of my knowledge, the Comanche that they end up using is accurate. <laughs> Uh, so that's rad points in there. Like, I don't, I don't really have any issue with the movie. And I think that's what I like the most about it is like everything in it works for me. Like every once in a while, I, you know me, like I'm a heavy smoker. So I often am like thinking about my next cigarette while watching this movie. I would get distracted enough to forget about my next cigarette because I was so invested in what I was watching. Oh, it reminds me. Have you tried the pouches? Uh, yeah, I used one of them last time. I probably should have used one this episode, but I'm guessing we're going to cut relatively soon because we're approximately an hour and 13 minutes in. But like, yeah, it's nice. It's just a nice thing to have at your disposal, mm. isn't it? No, I agree. Um, I guess that's another ad is nicotine. We don't advocate it if you don't already use it, but if you already use it, yay, nicotine. Check out uh, these little like lozenge it's, packages. They're, little, they're pouches called Zin. They're, it's like, think like dip, but without tobacco. So you don't have like spit. No need or, to spit. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's essentially a powdered lozenge pouch. Yeah. It's actually quite nice. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't. Doesn't have tried. like the same burn that like the lozenges have. Because I remember when I was at drunk sleepaway camp, we weren't allowed to have cigarettes, so I had a fuck ton of lozenges to be able to pop. But like they yeah. always like almost burn. Yeah, the Zin is a much more pleasant like experience. I also I don't know if it's like a lower nicotine level too, but like. I think the three milligrams is about as much as I can handle, despite the fact that I'm a smoker. Like it just doesn't hit quite the same, but like yeah. I, I quite liked it. I have, I haven't tried the unflavored ones yet, but that's all you can buy in mass folks. So they do make unflavored ones. Um, or I think that, yeah, I think it's just straight unflavored. Um, 
they might make one that's like a tobacco flavor but you yeah. i i uh but like if you go to new hampshire if you're from new if you if you're from new england and you go i guess anywhere that's not mass not mass <laughs> um then zin makes like i think they make like citrus and coffee and like wintergreen peppermint oh i would I, like, would I would totally try coffee i know that's kind of my thought i was like and i can do it while i'm drinking coffee and then it'll be like extra coffee because more co the best amount of coffee is more yes as i always say like if i have to switch to decaf i will like or go half decaf i will i would rather have coffee with no bite with with no kick to it than not have coffee fuck you i love the flavor of coffee whereas i am still death before decaf but then again i'm just looking for an excuse to kill myself yeah and you'll have like panic attacks and shit so uh. Look, man, i would i would rather give up caffeine than coffee so but hey at least i can have caffeine again so that's cool i missed uh having a cherry coke every once in a while and fucking inca cola mm -hmm. that's uh, another uh, the finest another... organic suspension in the universe i even beat the board with it <laughs> um I was going to say, there's another uh, free ad. Inca-Cola. If you can find Inca-Cola anywhere, you should fucking try it. It's like, what if you made like a caffeinated bubblegum soda that was like the color of your piss when you're taking like a B vitamin or like a B complex supplement? <laughs> um, and like, I, which is to say like neon yellow. Well, um, if we're going to do that, if we're going to do that, we're also going to throw out an a, uh, ad for Urn Brew. Urn Brew, it looks like you're pissed if um, you're severely dehydrated. Yes. Um, and tastes like fruity bubble gum, but also has caffeine. Yes. Uh, for fun fact, for those of you who have never heard of either of these beverages before, I don't know if this statistic is still true. But as of some time in at least the mid-aughts, both of these beverages were, are the only commercially available product that is bigger soft drink product that is bigger in their home market than coca-cola that was definitely true i'm it not was. sure i don't it know if it still is. is um but it was true so inca-cola is from peru if in case you you know didn't couldn't oh my god <laughs> and urn brew i think is a little bit less straightforward but it's from scotland yeah, a little less straightforward. Yeah. But it's like I-R-N-B-R-U. Mm-hmm. Yep, Earn Brew is weird, and I love it. Mm-hmm. They're both delicious. If you find yourself... Actually, I feel like fucking... You see Inca-Cola more places nowadays. Yeah. Like, I think you like there are a lot more, like, if you go to... Or, like, like the Goya Champagne like yeah, or like a but like a South or Central 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 America Central American fucking restaurant. Like, you have a shot of seeing a Coca-Cola. Managed to that's the last place I managed to get one. But like, I mean, I've found them at grocery stores. Like Wegmans generally carries it. Um, Urn Brew is definitely harder to find, but you can look in like the British section of stuff, or if you have a British store near you, do yourself a favor and go. Um, because you can also buy a multitude of other things that I actually go to those stores for, which would mostly be things like black pudding, black pudding. white pudding, bacon, 
uh, bangers, um, Belvoir sodas. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I went to the British store in Newburyport on Thursday. And let me tell you, I was the most excited person ever because they have Crunchy Nut now. Ooh. Um, do they have Paprika Pringles yet? No. Damn. But they do have a variety of flavors of Belvoir. So we got uh, the Cucumber Mint and the Elderflower Rose. Um, and yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Crunchy Nut is the best cereal on the planet as long as you are not allergic to peanuts. It's basically like, what if like Frosted Flakes were less grossly sweet, um, but also had crushed peanuts on them? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that why they ended it in the States? Because they couldn't guarantee, like... They have, no, they have peanut. There's definitely... There are, there are plenty of cereals that have peanut in them, like fucking Reese's Puffs, which I have a giant box of right now. Um, oh, speaking of cereal, I saw, like, what looked like the grossest thing to get today. I, I was at Walmart with my mom, and Apple Jacks has a special edition, like, nickelodeon slime um cereal that turns your milk green dude it like you're no you're trying Doesn't to that appeal... just sound gross it does because you're trying to appeal to kids but like i feel like most of us who have a lot of fondness for slime grew up in the 90s so like uh, we're, kids we're love like... slime these days though like oh, they, they? they love like making slime because it's right. like a simple science it's i like mean i can borax I can... and something you want you want like borax and you, glue i was gonna say you you want like the original slime i can i'm sure i can colonize you a slime mold if you want i don't know that i'd recommend playing with it but no no i, I wouldn't recommend playing with that either would you like to see our giant karaoke machine not really <laughs> um but yeah crunchy nut Crunchy nuts the best fucking ever. Then we ate our shoes. <laughs> we ate our shoes. We cooked our shoes and ate them, and now we're bored. Is the actual line? Oh, there we go. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, so I think what happened with Crunchy Nut was I found it before it ever made it to the states. Kellogg's finally brought it over here along with crun like Crunchy Nut O's, which was like you know what if Cheerios sucked less and also were like yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios but with like crushed peanuts. Yeah. Um, actual honey nut yeah it was rad um so more or less that's kind of their whole gimmick um and they but the problem i think over here was that, like there aren't enough uh i don't know what other countries i i, I i've never seen country crunch, crunching nut in another country is my point so I don't know that there are enough UK transplants over here to have like spread the word and that doesn't even mean all of them like crunchy nut to begin with because not everybody in that fucking country likes it necessarily. But they also did no advertising. Most people I yeah, that I was like, problem. oh my God, did you see they have crunchy nut? And people are like, what? Like even like two years after it came out here, people were like, I've never heard of that cereal. I'm like, look in the fucking aisle and then buy it. It's amazing. Uh, it's something that should have been advertised during like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. I was gonna say the fucking Super Bowl. It's it's Kellogg's. They have the money. I can just imagine a like crunchy nut Super Bowl ad. 
I'm seeing it as like the Bud Bowl, but with cereal. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be sweet. <laughs> All right. Um, if it if it meant that I didn't have to pay duty every time I buy a fucking box of my favorite cereal, I would do like I I would be I would be fine with them doing whatever. Yes. Um, Kellogg's. If anybody from Kellogg's listens to us, bring back Crunchy Nut. And I will be your shill forever if you want me. Just bring it as back. As long as you keep the crunchy nut coming. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> just bring it back. That's all I want. Um, all right, man. We're like, we're like one twenty in. I think we can wrap up. You, yeah. You, you got anything else? You you want to like pitch our stuff? Uh, let's see. Our other stuff we've already mentioned several times. We are on a podcast. We're gonna say it again because we want it. It. We're not even going for subliminal messaging. We don't have that kind of money for you know the studies to run. You know, I, I. I don't think as a scientist, I don't think I'd feel comfortable like doing Listen. that without you know at least a little bit of like a some kind of controlled trial. Whatever. Listen. Anyway smoke um not now jerry (laughs) (laughs) uh we also have a movie podcast called see it or screw it uh that is a podcast that we also do with our friend dan murphy who fucking rules at talking about movies and shitting on things um (laughs) uh we are also on said podcast with our Good buddy Liam Anderson from Well There's Your Problem, Ten Thousand Losses, and Lions Led by Donkeys. Yes, Listen. man, I plugged your other podcasts. Uh all of them are worth listening to. Like, for real. Um especially I like Well There's Your Problem has slides. Go find it on YouTube. It is awesome. It's it's worth the watch. Absolutely. Um But yeah, that's that's mostly what TJ and I do is just these two, but someday maybe you will be inundated with our voices and you will not be able to escape us. And on that day, I will be happy. Yes. Once we are your, um, benevolent dictators. Uh, I was thinking like oral overlords. I feel like yours could be taken multiple ways. So well, I'm gonna that, that's why that. that's why it's a u r a l oral, like yes. Spoken. But if you're saying out saying it out loud, well, that's why we just have it on posters. All right, hey, we are your oral overlords. <laughs> that sounds like a really good name for I don't know, a, like some kind of like. Oh, uh, like, 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 like a, like a, yeah, garage like, like a band. scum like, punk band. Yeah, it plays like basement shows and shit. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, I could get behind that. I don't know how to play anything, so I'd be great in a punk band. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't need talent. You just need like energy. <laughs> yeah. All right. I can yell and hit stuff. I can. I can do stuff. We've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
I need to actually do more with our Twitter. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That's the initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. We would love for someone other than just Bruce to give us some money. Uh, just, we love you, Dad, and I don't even think he really listens to us all that often anymore. Oh, yeah, no, this is our Patreon shout out to Bruce Schick. You're a mensch. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to our one patron who donated almost half of my genetic material. You know why I say almost half, right? Yeah. See, if it's any comfort to you, buddy, you're more than the more slightly more than half your mom. I can tell. That's not. <laughs> that's, right. Your mitochondria uh, don't affect how you look. I know you look like your mom's clone, but like it's whatever. Mitochondria have mitochondria have DNA. I look like the bald, braided, bearded version of my mom, <laughs> just taller. And if she like, you know, way fatter. Well, I was going to say, lived a hard life on the streets for about 20 years. (laughs) And I haven't even been on the streets. (laughs) I know. It's a talent. It's talent. All right. uh, Final word. I swear TJ isn't actually homeless. He just looks like it. Hey man, it's a choice. <laughs> I know it's like actually your style. No, and I'm kidding. You actually look I, I've been. You just I've said. Like I've now. said for years. My style has been hobo chic. Yeah, hobo chic. Uh, I don't know, like nerd, fun nerdy weirdo. Yeah, I, I try. All right, so yeah, fun nerdy weirdo. That's a good last word. Uh, bye. Fuck ass. Yeah.